Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today, I got my good friend Swami Rob on. We're going to be talking starts and sits for week two, so you definitely want to check it out. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship. Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And with me once again is Swami Rob of the 94 Rock Morning Show. Swami, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Coming at you from uh, lovely Albuquerque. It's a beautiful day. And uh, yeah, so we're good. Yeah, that's right. It's, a, it's the fall, man. It's just like the perfect weather here in New Mexico. It's my favorite time of year. Um, so I just want to remind everybody, if you haven't done so already and you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe down below. If you've got any questions or comments, please leave them there. And um, if you're listening on podcasts, we are available on all the various um, uh, places where you can get podcasts, on iTunes, on Spotify. Just search for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. You'll find us there. You can subscribe. You can listen to us, listen to us there as well. So um, Swami, tell me about week one. How'd it go for you? Uh, four leagues, three and one this week. Uh, and the one team that lost, I didn't notice until after I drafted is, uh, so dreadful. It may be the worst team I've ever been a manager of fantasy wise. And I don't care how hard I hit the waiver wire. That team will not, I'm going 0 and 12. You think so, huh? Take it to the bank. The other leagues are going good. How about you? Uh, well, I got to tell you, man, it was not a good week for me. Um, it, I was in a situation where it did not matter how much I scored. Uh, my, my team scored. The other team scored more than me. And you beat me in one of the leagues where you scored like 160 points. I'm like, how am I even supposed to compete with that? But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a team score 152 points and lose. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't catch a break on any uh. games um, except for one. I, I, I won one. But it was, it was a rough week one. But I, I guess the, uh, the, the consolation is that um, my team is mostly the highest scoring losing team in the league. I'm like in seventh place in a lot of leagues as the, you know, as ah. the highest scoring 0-1 team. So I, I guess that's okay. It's, it's, it, it doesn't make me happy, but I'm definitely looking for a bounce back in week two, and I think it's going to happen. So Let me make you feel better here, okay? This is my really bad team. Would you like to hear the roster? <laughs> sure. Here it is. All right. Now, now, some of them are okay. I got Russell at quarterback. I got Jarvis Landry and Nikhil Harry at receiver with James Washington in there, who I had to because of, uh, because of an injury. I got Nick Gubb and, uh, and Kerryon Johnson at running back. I got Mark Andrews at tight end. And uh, I also had Debo Samuel, Philip Lindsay. And Blake Sherwin on that team, all of which are now from injury. And uh, the waiver wire is not looking very good. That team's doomed. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, um, I, I, that happened in one of my leagues also, where now three of my bench slots are currently injured players. And so it's like, geez, you, uh-huh. you got to do your best. You got to get on that waiver wire. You got to work it and maybe even work a couple trades. I mean, you know, you've got a great quarterback. You've got a great tight end. Maybe you could parlay that into – two players on a, you know, do a one for two deal and uh, try to improve some of the other aspects of your roster. Cause yeah, starting carry on Johnson. Yikes. <laughs> I know it's well, I really had no choice, but uh, you know, I put James Washington on game day and I got me 11 points, which is better than I expected from him. So I have flukier things have happened, but uh, yeah, we'll figure something out. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so let's talk about starts and sits this week. You know, um, last week, obviously, there was a mm-hmm. bunch of uh, what I call gonzo performances, you know, outlier performances, uh, you know, something like Aaron Jones getting four touchdowns or, uh, you know, Raheem Mostert getting two touchdowns, one of which was like an 80-yard run and, run and catch. I mean, it was, uh, you know, crazy stuff like that. I think it's going to settle down a bit in week two. Um, we, we've got a better idea of what's going on with the, the rookies, you know, how they're being utilized. And so that's going to help uh, sort things out. Um, so let's, let's start with running backs. And for sits, uh, I got a couple here. The first sit is uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, who's playing Washington this week. And we saw what that Washington defensive line and the, their front seven just manhandled Philly. Um, now, I don't think uh, Arizona's offensive line is as bad as Philly's is. Philly's offensive line is in a mess right now just because of injuries. Um, but, you know, they, they got uh, – Washington got eight sacks, two interceptions, and made Boston Scott stay miserable. He got 51 total yards. So it's not going to be an easy day for either Drake or Edmonds. And so I'd, I'd sit those guys if you can for sure. Yeah, you know, Washington's front seven uh, with Kerrigan and, and Chase Young, right? Those, uh, the, the, I think the Redskins at this point, based on the strength of that defense, that was not a one-week fluke. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if – and I'm calling them the Redskins, my bad. Uh, uh, the Washington football team, yes. I think, is going to be much better than expected. And with as bad as Philadelphia and Dallas looked last week, it would, it's not out of the realm of possibility for Washington to sneak up there and win a pretty weak division, you know. Well, I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not sold on the Washington offense, but that defense is so good. That offense no. will not have to score that many points to achieve yep. victories. Um, That's but, right. You know, for fantasy, yeah. I mean, when you're talking sacks and turnovers, man, that's how you make your money with a fantasy defense. And so I've actually gone and I yep. picked up Washington in, in several leagues for this week. And uh, I'm, I'm looking, to, looking to start him against Arizona. Even though it's a high-powered, high-scoring offense in, in Arizona, I think they can still get the sacks and turnovers um, that's going to give you fantasy, uh, fantasy points, you know? Um, the other guy that I'm not real um, keen yeah, on this yeah. week uh, for, for a sit is Miles Sanders who's still dealing with a hamstring injury, so that's problematic. Right. Uh, but that Philly offensive line, as I mentioned, is just really bad. They've lost so many key players to injuries. And now they're, they're taking on the Rams. They do have it at home. Um, and, and the Rams did allow Zeke 127 yards and two touchdowns. But I think the, the Cowboys offensive line is way better than the Philly offensive line right now. So uh, this is a very problematic start for me to, to try to take an even – uh, Boston Scott also is someone who I'd say just sit him uh, this week just because I'm, 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 it's not. All right, Swami, we're, we're back connected again. So let's go move on to the starts for running backs this week. And I got to tell you, even though he totally did nothing last weekend, I really like Nick Chubb, who's playing Cincinnati this week. Cincinnati, yeah. And the thing is, man, I mean, first of all, Cincinnati defense is really nothing to worry about, but you know, Cleveland has to learn quick that if they want to win games, they got to feed Chubb. They got to feed him. They got to give him the ball a lot. They only gave him the ball like 10 times in last week's game, but that's because it got out of hand so quickly. And, you know, the nature of a player like Nick Chubb, the risk is that if they fall behind in games, he's not going to be utilized. It's going to be Kareem Hunt. So they need to get Chubb involved early and often and get him working because, you know, he was getting six yards per carry. I don't know why you'd stop using that. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's neither here nor I think there. You, I Chubb think you said it. Cho- choice for this week. I think you said it. They got behind so quick they had no choice. 
So, uh, yeah, Cincinnati defense, that's a no-brainer chub this week, and that's great because I got him in two leagues. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, also, I got to say, Austin Eckler, who uh, surprisingly underutilized in the game last week, only one target, um, but now they're playing against Kansas City. You know they're going to be playing from behind for most of this game. They're going to have to mm-hmm. pass the ball a lot, and they're going to have to utilize Eckler a lot more than they did last week. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be, um, you know, Anthony Lynn, my concern with him is that he said their offensive scheme, uh, limits checkdowns to the running back. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, they're, they're going to have to utilize Eckler a lot if they want to have a chance in this game against the, the chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I let me throw another name on the heap right here. And, uh, the reason I drafted this guy in the first place and week one bared it out is a lot of people forget how things went down in January last year. And I think Raheem Mostert is better than advertised and finished last year so strong. He's got the Jets this week. How does he not blow up? Uh, if you were thinking about maybe uh, you rode the hand last week and you are putting him on the bench, you're nuts. Uh, I think he's going to maybe even do better this week. Yeah, I mean, he recorded the fastest run time in week one. So that's yeah. super impressive. Um, and, you know, that, that team's complete lack of passing options – means they're yeah. going to have to lean on the run game, and it's going to be mostly Mostert. So, yeah, I think uh, he's absolutely a start this week. I, I think the Jets yep. um, are an 0-16 candidate this year. They are the <laughs> worst. <laughs> you know, if and you know, I was thinking about this. If I'm the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I might think about trading Gardner Minshew right now because he's about to screw them out of the number one pick if he wins three or four more games like Fitzpatrick did last year. Get rid of him now and tank. <laughs> yeah well you know i mean the thing is that was the dolphins plan last year and they still ended up with their guy they still got two i know it's so, true it's true yeah yeah but uh anyway yeah i mean uh, the, really the sooner they get rid of adam gase the better that's that's all i have to say oh that's so, uh, for sure let's move on to wide receivers so my first sit for wide receivers man Devonte parker playing yeah. against super tough buffalo defense um he's dealing with a hamstring injury too uh, it is just like not a good situation. And, and, and you know, uh, Preston Williams is someone who I would like more than Devontae Parker, but I don't really want to start either of them this week. Uh, just keep – I got Preston in a ton of leagues. I'm just keeping him on my bench right now. He's, he does not need to start this week against Buffalo. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've got Devontae Parker in the league right now. I look forward to him coming out, but this is not the week. Um, right. You know, one guy that I'm thinking I, – I, after I watched him play Monday night – and I'm the Pittsburgh's defense looks good. Uh, they're going to be solid. But I get the feeling the Judy coming out party in Denver is about to happen. Did you see that guy running routes? That guy is a freak waiting to happen. I bet you he has a coming out party any day now. Uh, I'm sorry, which guy? Judy for Denver, the receiver. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, with, with uh, Sutton possibly being out, uh, that yeah. definitely helps. Helps Judy, yeah. although I'm not sure I would trust any rookie wide receivers at this point in the draft. I mean, uh, you well, know, especially with had the decent weeks defense, this, in yeah. week one, but yeah. I'm still not ready to trust them on a week-to-week basis. So, um, you know, it, it usually takes rookies until the second half of the season, as far as wide receivers go, uh, before they're a, a, an asset you can trust for fantasy. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if Sutton's out again, certainly Judy's going to be the primary receiver. 
Yep, yep. And are you going to be uh, sitting Michael Thomas? You mentioned that, right? They say he's not playing again this week. Well, you have to. I mean, he's not yeah. going to play. So right. an upper ankle sprain, man, that is, that's what, uh, you know, hurt um, uh, Kamara last year. It's what hurt yep. Barkley last year. And, mm-hmm. and it's just the curse of those, uh, of those players that have those. It's a regression curse is what I call it. Yep. He was due to regress anyway. Um, but, yeah, not a good situation, man. Um, and actually, he was uh, also listed as a sit. Obviously, when I wrote this, uh, he had not been ruled out yet, but he's definitely out for week yep. two. So, yep. uh, you know, try to find yourself an alternative there, which is hard because he's a first-round pick, and you don't want that to happen. Do now, you as as start th- Emmanuel Sanders then as long as Thomas is down? Oh, yeah. Sanders yeah, might I be would a better option, yeah? Sanders. All if right. Him, I would cool. definitely start him for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one that's also a definite start for me this week would be uh, Mike Evans, uh, in, in, who's playing uh, – Tampa Bay's playing Carolina this week. Last yep. week he only got four targets, one catch for two yards, but it was a touchdown. So it kind of like – he still wasn't a great choice for the week. But I, I think he's going to be utilized a lot more this week. The Carolina defense is totally suspect, a complete rebuild job. And so you got to take advantage of that. So uh, that's yeah, what yeah. you do. It was bittersweet last week because I started Mike Evans expecting big things from him, and he didn't do anything. On the other hand, on that very same team, the New Orleans defense got me 17 freaking points. So while I didn't get it from Evans, uh, the New Orleans defense, with their performance of him, I kind of made up for it a little bit, you know? Yeah, you know, that defense is good, man. I mean, they're going to be good for fantasy this year. Um, oh, yeah. Another start uh, would be uh, um, Marvin Jones of Detroit, who's playing Green Bay. And, of course, we got Galladay dealing with his hamstring injury. Uh, but, you know, you saw what, like, someone like Adam Thielen did to that uh, – well, he did to that uh, defense in garbage time. But still, it seems like it's, it's going to be a garbage time game for Detroit, and they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, as they normally have to. Um, so uh, Marvin Jones is the healthiest option for receivers on that team, so he's a definite start for me. So do we know Galladay's not playing or not? He's still questionable, right? They haven't he's still questionable. He, ha- he hasn't been ruled okay. one way or the other right now. Even if he's healthy, boy, I'm not sure I would want to start yeah. him. Right, but right. You, you almost kind of need to in the team in the, in the leagues where you took him because he's like a second-round pick or a third-round pick. So, um, you know, uh, just we just got to wait and see on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know about you, though, but you were talking about garbage time, and garbage time is one of my favorite times as a fantasy owner, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> you catch up quick. So. Garbage time screwed me in so many games this week. I mean, you, you know, I was uh-huh. like uh, – the, the Kansas City-Houston game, I was so happy because I was playing Deshaun Watson in several leagues, and he had like five fantasy points going into the fourth quarter. And then, of yep. course, he gets those two touchdowns, one he rushes in. And, and he ended up with a, a line that was just like as expected for him for the week. And yeah. so it, it, yeah. it destroyed my advantage in that league. Um, it really just, uh, it, it really, it makes me angry, man, when that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're on the receiving end of garbage time. Um, so anyway, so tight ends, I don't have a lot of sits for tight ends. The only one I can confidently say that you need to sit is Gronkowski, man. Um, three targets in week one is just not going to do it. Uh, O.J. Howard appears to be the lead tight end in that backfield. O.J. Howard got six targets, which is marginal at best, but still worth, you know, worth considering as a start. But, uh, yeah, Gronk is, Gronk is there as a decoy, man. He's, he's only going to yeah. have a, a marginal yeah. role in that offense. Yeah. Now, as far as tight ends go, we, we've seen some injuries. And uh, 
Uh, so I, I was able to pick up Johnny Smith on the waiver wire this week. He looked all right. But here's a question for you. Uh, Austin Hooper, who I have as a backup, is playing for Cleveland. And Mayfield looked like crap last week. I'm not sure Hooper's going to be as productive in Cleveland as he was in Atlanta. However, Adam Schefter's reporting today that the Browns are looking to deal OBJ for a second-round pick. And if they get that, suddenly Hooper's going to get more touches. So maybe he is a decent option. Yeah, you know, that would, uh, that would be interesting. And also the fact that Njoku is now on IR is really going to help mm-hmm. as well. Njoku got like three or four targets. And yeah. so those would uh, ease their way towards Austin Hooper. And actually, uh, he's next on my list for a start, Austin Hooper, man. Um, you know, again, it's the Cincinnati defense. And, and uh, you know, with, with Njoku being out, that means – you know, we're going to see better volume towards Austin Hooper. Um, and, and so I, I think he is a, he's a start this week. He's a good choice for this week. Two straight years with Njoku after week one going out on injured reserve, man. I after know, man. Last year, too. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't draft him in any of my leagues. You know, even in my deep yeah. league, he was there on the board. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, pass, um, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, so my other start is, oh, we already talked about him, O.J. Howard, you know, uh, it, you know being, it, it is a risky play to start a Tampa Bay tight end because there's three receiving tight ends on that team, but uh, Howard appears to be the primary one. Um, they, uh, Carolina allowed eight receptions by Darren Waller in week one, so, uh, you know, there, there's a good opportunity for, for Howard here, and uh, I, I certainly like him for week two. What's Cameron Brake got to do to get a break? Because you know Howard's the main guy, and Gronkowski's going to be the marquee name. Brake's like, what's a guy got to do to get some love here? He's got to request a trade is what he needs to do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So uh, now quarterbacks, man. I got some some quarterbacks here uh, you're not going to like because I know you've got him in one of your leagues, but uh, Kyler Murray uh, is a sit for me this week. Playing Washington, who, again, just totally blew up Carson Wentz. And, um, you know, Kyler did great against the San Francisco defense, but the San Francisco defense is different than the Washington defense. Um, you know, I, I'm just seeing that uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray all day uh, this week. And so he's a, he's a risky bet for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have Kyler Murray, actually. The guy you're playing this week does, but I agree with you. Yeah, Washington's going to shut him down. Uh, conversely, they'd probably be that way for DeAndre Hopkins, too. He's not going to get it. They'll not look as good. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, I, I was saying all during the offseason, I'm like, there is no way that DeAndre Hopkins is going to maintain his 30% target share in that offense. <laughs> and what does he do? He gets a 40% target uh, share no, last week. Uh, no. I was just like, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. But uh, Dude um, is so good, man. If, I mean, Bill O'Brien, what, what the hell was he thinking? Because I thought DeAndre Hopkins was a top three receiver uh, before he went to Arizona, but this just confirms it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the guy is quarterback proof. That's the thing. He can play with yeah. quarterback and be super productive. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, and, and Christian Kirk, who was like, I got him in one of my leagues, but he was a guy like, yeah, you know, he's probably a good mid-round target. He got one target last week. Yeah, like, of course. This isn't fair. You know, you can't get everything to Hopkins. Spread the yep. ball down a little bit, Murray. Um, yep. But, you know, it's, 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 it's the new toy. He's got to play with the new toy. Yep. Um, right. The other one, the, the other quarterback who I really don't like this week, man, Cam Newton. I do not trust him this week. Last week he was a start for me uh, because of the, just the plus matchup against a bad Miami team. Uh, mm-hmm. But now he, he, they are at Seattle. And, uh, you know, I just see uh, trem- they're going to put tremendous pressure on Cam Newton because, really, he is the only running asset in that backfield. And if they can shut, him, shut down the run, they're going to completely shut down Cam's game on, on Sunday. So uh, I, would, I would bench Cam this week if you got him. 
Yeah, and if you're uh, and if you're Aaron Donald, you're looking at your chops at looking at Carson Wentz right now with that offensive line too. If you're thinking about starting Wentz this week, you're freaking nuts. Yeah, if you got the Rams defense, definitely start them for sure. Uh, yep. um, but as far as starts go for this week, um, uh, I really like Matthew Stafford playing against Green Bay. Again, uh, it's going to be a negative game script. It's going to be a ton of passing. And so uh, it, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, like what Kirk Cousins had to do last week in the second half. Uh, against Green Bay once it was already blown out, you know, it's going to be garbage time special. So uh, I think uh, Stafford's a great choice for fantasy for this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I've got Stafford starting on a couple teams. Matter of fact, I've got Stafford and Aaron Rodgers as backups in a couple leagues to Russell Wilson because uh, Russell Wilson's my starter on three of my teams. I'm thinking there's my trade chips right there. Yeah, you could definitely yeah. trade away one of those. I, you know, I, I unless it's a super deep league like eight or more bench slots, I usually only was, roster one quarterback. Yeah, because, it's smart. Uh, you know, because I, I just don't need to waste the bench space. I need to fill those bench spaces with running backs and wide receivers. And, yeah. and I, I think, I think the guy I'm playing this week, that Zeke destroy player, I think he's rostering three quarterbacks. I'm like, why do you have three? You don't. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's Sandy. That's Sandy's team. Sandy, what's your problem, dude? Wake up. I, I'm calling you out, Sandy. You don't need to roster three <laughs> quarterbacks. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not that hard a position to replace if anything happens to your league guy. Um, yeah. But my, my, my final start uh, for quarterbacks is uh, Ben Roethlisberger against Denver, uh, who, again, uh, the Denver defense took a big hit with Von Miller lost for the season. Yeah. I believe Chubb yeah. is still out. And, and so um, Tannehill uh, just – Went nuts yesterday. 43 pass attempts on Monday night. Uh, he only ended up with 240 yard, 249 yards and two TDs. But Roethlisberger is better than that. So I think it's going to be a big game. It's a home game also. Um, yeah, Roethlisberger is a, a great start for this week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Brett, Bradley Chubb did play this last week. And oh, uh, I think with Von Miller out on the other side, he didn't look nearly as effective. So, right. yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no doubt. So um, anyway, so that's that's my starts and starts and sits this week. Uh, you know, also another one I, I think I want to mention is uh, Benny Snell. Man, if Connor, I was just going to ask you about him. I yeah, picked him yeah. up in another league on the waiver wire. All right. You know, I I, I got Benny Snell in a ton of leagues because I play a lot of deep leagues. So you know, twenty yeah. drafts and stuff. And I think I got him in like five of my leagues. And and he was just a great pick because I knew that Connor's reliability wasn't there. Connor just right. stay healthy. And, and we saw what Snell did once he came in for relief, man, 110 yards. That was awesome. So, good. Um, you know, if, if, you know, we got to look at, we got to wait to see what happens with Connor. Is he going to be active or are they going to keep him out? It's an ankle injury. So I'm thinking he's going to be out this week, but if he's out, you could definitely start Benny Snell for sure. Uh, yeah. If Snell has another big week this week. Connor kind of dropped off after that first year. Uh, if I'm, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I might think about getting Benny Snell more touches anyway. One more question I got for you. What's the name of the kid that took over from Marvin Mack? Uh, Hicks, Naeem Hicks, is that his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Hines, Hines. Oh, Hines, thank Hines. you. What, what, what are your thoughts on him? Because I'm thinking he might actually end up uh, – he's going to be a benefactor here. Oh, yeah, you know, I tried to get him in a bunch of leagues because he was sitting on the waiver wire. I didn't get him in any of my leagues. I put bids okay. out on him. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's Phil Rivers, the uninspiring uh, yeah. you know, old man Rivers – um, you know, doing what he did, you know, back in, you know, in, in, well, I was going to say San, San Diego, but no, it, yeah. for the chargers, you know, he, he utilizes his, he checks down to his running backs and he feeds a lot of passes to his, to his running backs, 15 yeah. pass attempts to both, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines last week. 
expect that to continue. That's how he plays. And so, yeah, Hines is a great pick. And if you, if you already had him on your bench, I think you could start him. I I think uh, for sure, especially if it's PPR, uh, especially for that. Nice. All right. Cool, man. So uh, anyway, thanks everybody for joining us today. And uh, you know, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them below and don't forget to like, and subscribe and uh, good luck in week two. I'm hoping it's going to be a better week two for me for sure, but good luck to you too, Swami. Bam. Boom.